0: Hey, everybody. This is Jack from the Soul Patch Podcast. I have a quick message for you before we start the show. If you're living and working in South Korea, or you just have a Korea-related experience that you would like to share, please come on the show and be our guest. We'd love to have you. You can contact us at podcast at thesoulpatch.com. That's podcast at thesoulpatch.com. Send us an email. We'll have you on the show. It'll be a blast. Now it's time for the show. Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With the combined 45 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your headphones and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast.
1: My tainted perception distorts my true meaning. We are
0: talking to Teacher Chana today. Chana, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: So, Chana, what uh, could you just give us a, a quick little background? Like, when did you arrive in Korea, and uh, when did you start this job? And actually,
2: I guess to, to is this your first job as well in Korea? Did you start off at this Hugwon?
1: I came here in 2018, and I've had two jobs. Both were um, pretty positive experiences for me. Nothing nice. that I would, you know, classify as awful, neutral. I think they were actually better than neutral. Mm-hmm. considering um
2: are these um Hagwans, i guess just to start are you teaching like really young kids or like middle school or are you teaching adults i've taught like, everything
1: i've taught every group from kindergarten to adult actually at oh, these wow. hog runs mm-hmm. wow that's
2: a that's big that they go from from babies to to, to yeah
1: people. I, I actually taught a, a, a parents class some of the mothers
2: ah oh, did you have cool. the kids as well yeah.
1: Yep, I taught some of my kids. Wow, that's, that's pretty
2: <laughs> funny. I wanna to talk to your mom later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They always would buy me snacks. That was always a plus too. <laughs>
0: no doubt. So let's start with the first job then. So you've had two positive experiences. So the first one, uh, you arrive in Korea. Do they uh, pick you up at the airport and take you to and the and school? And how did you find this one? How did yeah. you get this job? Because
1: You know, I actually, when I first decided to come here, I went the um, route of using a recruiter and unfortunately they just would keep giving me contracts that I didn't like, Mm -hmm. or they would keep suggesting things that were outside of the realm of things I asked for. So at that point Mm -hmm. I I just took matters into my own hands and I got on a plane and I came here Mm -hmm. and found my own jobs.
2: Nice. so you, you didn't have anything lined up you just you're just like i'm nope. going to korea i'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen. yeah i
1: actually had a friend who was living here so i stayed okay. with her for a couple of weeks until i um found a job in an area that i wanted to be in mm. and with a contract i was comfortable mm. with i wanted to meet the people i was going to be working sure. with so i had an opportunity to actually meet my first boss before i even signed anything we just had coffee and talked Nice. And I went to see the school. I saw the neighborhood that I would be living in. So I got a chance to kind of get a feel for what I was getting myself into. That's really wow. cool. Can I ask you, before you
2: came here, you said that you were working with recruiters and they kept offering you jobs that, that you didn't like. What mm-hmm. specifically, like, how did you know what you were looking for and what were you looking for, I guess?
1: Um, I had been to Korea before. Okay. Um, just like as a visitor. So, mm, you know, I knew sure. what kind of areas I wanted to live in. And I'm, I'm a city girl, I'm from New York, so I'm not living in anybody's country. I'm not driving to a corner store. I'm not gonna do that. So yeah. I knew I wanted to live somewhere with accessibility to, you know, public transportation easily, mm. restaurants, food, you know, that's, that's big for me. I wanted somewhere modern, clean. And a lot of these places, they were offering were like really far away from you know cities.
2: So so for you then I guess like location was really important. Of course, I mean having yeah, that here, was big you know, for like me,
1: especially because I had already made some friends here, and you know I didn't mm. want to be too far from the community I already developed.
0: Nice and okay. also near the subway, mm-hmm. the subway station, yeah. and, and things that you can. Mm-hmm see those are the things that the recruiters will never really tell you or you can never really understand if you if unless you've been here i remember when i first came to korea that my first job was in mokdong
2: and i didn't know anything about mokdong at the time so i just got online and like you're saying you really can't know until you get on the ground i know because i went yeah. to wikipedia i was like what's mokdong like and it was like mokdong is the high class area of seoul and i was like wow <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be in like downtown <laughs> i get here i was like well, it's kind of nice but
0: what like this, this isn't what i was reading about online yeah, and if you if you're in Seoul, I I had friends that that worked in Seoul, but they were all the way up uh, north in Wijangbu, which is really mm-hmm. quite far from. I mean, that's like yes. an hour away from you know Hongdae and and Itaewon. That's far. Really. Like, and know, not yeah. having
1: been here, it's easy to sell somebody who hasn't been here on, yeah. "Hey, this is Seoul," you know. Yep. <laughs> it's just all connected. It's Seoul, and that's all right.
0: I had the same situation in Thailand as well. My first job was, uh, in Bangkok technically, but (laughs) where we were living, there were monitor lizards, you know, climbing in the trees and alligators in the swamps. I mean, it was, uh, we were in like three of my, my coworkers got dengue fever. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we, you know, we, we used to joke about it. Uh, they, they advertised the job as being 15 minutes from, uh, downtown Bangkok, but, uh, by they forgot to mention by Apache helicopter only you know as the <laughs> right. as the crow flies you know fifteen minutes maybe but uh, yeah so they uh, recruiters will do that stuff all the time because they just want to fill the position they don't care mm-hmm. about your yeah, happiness and get paid <laughs> right they want so to get then, paid.
2: so then Shana, so so location was really important but I'm curious as well to look at like what about the jobs specifically were you looking for? Because obviously you'd been here, you'd talked to people, so you knew mm-hmm. you know, people who were in types of jobs. So there's, there's, there's certain probably red flags that you were looking for or, or mm-hmm. green flags maybe as well. Like what what of those types of things, what about the job specifically, not the location, but the job were you looking for as good or bad? What, what caused you to reject some and look mm-hmm. at others?
1: Uh, well, first of all, before I accepted any job, I did a lot of research, as much research as I could do. Mm. um online about what things to look for um what things are illegal what things you should accept (laughs) versus what you shouldn't accept and then i remember things like insurance
2: and and yeah payment and yeah
1: exactly and so there was one um contract specifically for a branch that's really popular um it's a franchise here it's really popular and it has a pretty bad rep on the internet Mm. um and i saw the contract and everything was just so what's the word um easily misinterpreted like they oh, really? purposely would word things in a way where someone can misinterpret it
0: so it was It was very it was really vague like there it was, was yeah,
1: yeah it did ambiguous it just didn't make much sense like mm-hmm. they would like separate the salary to include like there was like a week salary and then a weekend salary like for Sundays oh. and sat I'm like what like yeah. it was it was just weird the way they would reward things and I knew I wasn't going to work anybody Saturday I already knew that and I wasn't <laughs> working anybody's 10 hours I'm not waking up at 8 and leaving at 7 p.m. I'm not doing oh, it no.
0: right <laughs> yeah. right right that's the and the split shift like, uh, nonsense won.
1: like insane yeah. I'm not doing it but a lot, of, a lot of the positions I saw were for long hours, and mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't working long hours because I didn't come here to work hard. <laughs> I didn't come here to give all my time to right. my classes. Like I'm not. Yeah, I want
2: to enjoy life as well.
1: So I looked for good hours, good location, a contract that was really clear, and I actually got lucky. My um, first job. Um, the owner of the school is from Canada. So there was like no language barrier. It was straight to the point. The contract, everything was like easy to read, easy to understand, nothing you can mix up or mess up. So that to me, you know, was like, you know what? The contracts that I have seen so far, I had to always keep sending them back. Like, all right, I need this fixed. I need this corrected. This Mm -hmm. one was the first one where I didn't have to send anything back.
0: Wow. And so what, what kind of hours were you looking for? Are you were you okay with like a nine to five or something like that? With like one were you is because eight hours of I mean, teaching. A lot. I not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that was, but that's but that's just me personally.
0: Sure. What was this the first job that I
1: had yeah. was six hours? It was a six hour position.
0: Okay. And that's still a so hefty that's a that's 30 hours of teaching a week. Yes, I mean it's that's not a lot, it's a lot, kids, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. Which is why I well, kids I'm like, especially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and for people to just teach, teach, teach for like nine hours, nine, ten hours, and then I would hear horror stories about you no know, lunch breaks, no break time. It's you know, it's I'm like I'm, I don't want to do that. So I didn't want to put mm-hmm. myself in a situation where I'm you know overworked and just tired all the time. I'm not gonna enjoy the experience of actually living here because I'm inundated with work. So right. I tried my best to put myself in a situation where I wouldn't feel that way.
0: What What were the What was Did you have coworkers that were uh, like uh, from the the states or Canada or?
1: I did some from Hawaii, the UK, South Africa.
0: Okay, and were they yeah, they we were happy with the? Had they been there quite a while? Like they were quite happy with the. Mm-hmm. the situation some of them
1: from... were there for like two, three years. Oh, wow. One of them was there for like four. Yeah. Oh, so nice. you know That's things like time. that is you want to look for yep what's the turnover rate you exactly. know of course yeah I mean and, and this is not to say that any of these jobs are perfect because all jobs have their flaws and some somewhere down the line somebody's gonna mess up or something's gonna happen mm-hmm. but for the most part I, I would do those experiences again and I think that to me is a testament considering the the many, many horror stories you'll hear from a lot of people about hagwons. Yeah. yeah. And how
0: how did you, how did you ensure that you were getting the, that they were taking care of your insurance and paying in your pension? Cause that's what, that's a, a really common, I think uh thing is that they just say you're a part-time worker and then, mm-hmm. but the, but no, no one really knows like what they're, what you're being mm-hmm. claimed as, you know, it's when it mm-hmm. comes to the Hogwans books. So um, yeah. Yeah. Did you do some um, back checking or due diligence in that respect?
1: Well, once I was in the job, I think that's when I started learning about the pensions and my first job. Anyway, I started learning about the pension system, how much should come out of taxes. And um, this particular company provided us with pay slips every Mm -hmm. um, pay period. So you could see a breakdown of what was removed and everything looked accurate. None of the teachers were complaining. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I did my little bit of research I said this this looks about accurate this looks normal there was a lot there was a specific line for pension and um for any other taxes that they needed to take out so everything was like a line item which I liked
2: yeah yeah they're giving it to you in paper in writing every every Mm -hmm. month that's yeah that's definitely a good sign
1: and and by email if you ask
2: nice I'm curious, Chana, this first place that you worked at, you, you mentioned that mm-hmm. you turned down a couple of like big brand places. Was this a like multiple, did they have multiple franchises or was this just like a one? No, this the,
1: was a one-off. It's this a was one-off. a so one-off like off school.
2: This, yeah, okay. Um, was it How many, how big was it? Like you said there was a, a few teachers there, like about how many um, teachers or students? It approximately? was
1: at the height while I was there, I think there was maybe six of us at a time. Six, okay. that, that was the mm-hmm. most at one time, maybe six teachers.
0: Okay, so and not that's a pretty healthy hagwan. <laughs> yeah, uh, something Kevin and I wanted to kind of unpack and and just uh, kind of try to figure out like what are the features of of a good hagwan? not just like an adequate one, but um, it sounds like that first school was was actually good. Um, wh- what was the what was the teaching like? Like, did you is 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 this something that like an experience that you had where? that was like like one of those like transcendent experiences where you're like wow I really love working with kids I didn't I didn't realize I would enjoy this as much as I did and and this is something I want to pursue or it was was this a temporary thing and just like the school treated you well so so you, you for you the, the the experience was positive
1: um for me personally I never saw myself working with kids ever mm-hmm. I don't even have kids I don't even want kids <laughs> but for some reason i'm always good with other people's kids you That's know true. like yeah. i'm i'm always good at helping other people's kids you know with their homework i've always been that that person i'm like the, the friend that you send your kid to when you need help you know I don't know right. why but that's just I, who I, I'm I kind
2: of similar I, I don't really like kids but other people's kids are not bad because for me you can send them back to the parents exactly
1: they go home after <laughs> right
2: so, it's, it's a perfect situation no, you get them you get some fun with the little people and then and then they're yeah. gone and you can go home
1: yeah I'm, w- I'm and with then you there. for this school in particular um I think they gave the teachers a little bit more freedom in terms of our teaching mm. style. I mean, obviously we had, you know, a book, a system to follow in terms of, you know, a unit a day or half a unit a day, depending on whatever you were teaching. So, you know, you wanted to meet those things, but how you taught it was completely up to you. You know, really? that's very um, cool. I didn't yeah. have anybody looking over my shoulder in my classroom. What are you doing? How are you doing this? We need a report every day. It, it wasn't like that. Mm. You know, as long as the parents i you know and that's a big thing i learned here you know hogwan institutions are usually like let's make the parent happy oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so um there were there was even a time where a parent complained about the book that we were using because i guess one of her friends was using another one in another school and they changed the book or the parent oh wow. i thought that was a little ridiculous yeah. but i went along with it but um Ultimately, for teachers, it wasn't it wasn't difficult, you know. And then, you know, we we had some kind of creative flexibility. Um, they decided to add on a kindergarten program, and I was asked to be one of the teachers, the head teacher there. Nice. And they paid me overtime to help them like get it started, and you know, they asked me for my input. You know, we came up with different things to do. We even were able to go on field trips and things like that with the kids. So That's I fun. was able to get yeah. outside of the Hagwahan and, you know, have a good time for free. That was fun. Um, <laughs> wow. We and even did you... like yearbooks, oh, I, you know, we set up yearbooks. I did the photography oh, wow. for the yearbook. So you know, I got to use some of my other creative skills, and like you know, score. he paid me overtime for all the extra things that I was doing. I did the layout for the book and helped him with things like that on the um, design side. So it, it was it was pretty cool that I got to do a little bit more than just be in a classroom and teach, and for extra money. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah yeah always always a bonus
1: before you came
2: to korea were you a teacher at all or were you doing completely separate no things?
1: no okay totally different i was in the um, creative industry
2: oh uh, nice that's what it makes sense and you're talking about making
0: that year yeah it, then. it sounds like
2: yeah mm-hmm. you're u- utilizing so,
0: those skills right in
2: the, yeah. the way you said they give you some some freedom in how to teach which is very cool but when you first came to korea did you know how to teach
1: i taught like basic things like I would tutor people's kids so I just kind of need those skills yeah I guess I'm
2: curious because like if they give you some freedom I mean freedom is fantastic we have that Mm -hmm. in our our jobs as well but I remember when I very first came to Korea teaching I although I had been teaching a bit in the past I'd never taught ESL and so Uh the hagwon that I was at they were one of the ones that was very strict it was like you've got you know do this for five minutes do this for Mm -hmm. 10 minutes it was it was laid out for you and at first that was very helpful for me right so did your hug one Mm -hmm. did they have like a plan for you and you were just able to like kind of bend it or did they just say like in general teach lesson one today and how you do it is completely up to you
1: no you know what they did when I first came they um would have me go into like different classrooms to see how other teachers were going about doing a book and then i would just kind of pick up things that i like and then tweak other things that didn't work for me like for some like the owner of the school he had a very like bubbly personality where he was like almost clownish in a way like a performer (laughs) for the kids that's not (laughs) my personality and he didn't like force me to perform in that way you know um i have a very dry sense of humor (laughs) which some of the kids tend to like i guess um (laughs) Um, But I'm also very like I'm a strict teacher. Like I want you to learn like learning first. It's not about playing games all day. You know, like if you don't understand something, I'd rather take the extra time to make sure you guys understand than to just like spend the last five minutes playing a game for the sake of playing a game. And they didn't mind. You know, of course, they want the kids to have fun. So we actually dedicated a Friday to specifically games. So Fridays mm-hmm. was like Friday, the fun. fun Fridays
0: game day, yeah. so they know what the. And they have to behave the, during the week to get the reward. Um, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. and it was
1: we would set up different you know activities for them to do on Friday. So we that we knew that there was a, a time for them to have fun, and yeah. then the rest of the week you know buckle down, get it done, get the work done.
0: This is really nice. funny because this is like the mirror opposite experience of another guest that we had where the the whole the, the the premise of his uh a pro- the the kind of substance of his problems I think stemmed from a director wanting him to imitate another teacher's style um mm-hmm. being micromanaged in the classroom so that there's someone always uh over your shoulder uh nonstop and just uh it's such a and, and the, the feeling of being stifled create, creatively, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think for a creative type person, I, I think he was kind of a creative type like you. And it, there's nothing worse than being stifled that, by mm-hmm. by this kind or of told
1: to be like something that you're not. Exactly. You
0: know? Yeah. And, uh, and and being kind of allowed the freedom to be creative. It sounds like you you actually willingly did extra work just because mm-hmm. you wanted to do it. Like it wasn't- Because so I knew
1: I could do it and I knew, yeah. you know, I would enjoy that part of it. You know, it, didn't, it doesn't feel like work when you like what you do.
0: Exactly, right. There's nothing, and that feeling of like being, um, yeah, the, the feeling of, of of succeeding at something and being competent is, I, I think something that gets kind of, is totally overlooked by a lot of hagwon owners. They just mm-hmm. see the numbers and they see- the class size is getting bigger or smaller, or I need to add another class, uh-huh. but they forget about the, I think the human, the human level, the humanity. Yeah. Um, and so and what was
1: actually really cool about that experience is that I was doing the digital work uh, on that yearbook from New York. Like he oh, let wow. me go home for a month. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They wow. let me go home for a month after my first contract ended and he was still paying me to do that work and I just came back.
0: That's really, this is a very unique situation, actually, as far as- Because that never happens
1: for for most people. It's like, what, you want to go home? No.
0: (laughs) Right, right, it's like, well, or or go home,
1: but- I don't know if the belief is that they really won't come back, or I don't know if I was just that valuable to him in that moment because they paid for my flight to go and come back.
0: Oh, wow, Mm -hmm. they gave you a flight home and back. Was this at the Um, end of a contract or was this kind of like in the middle of of
1: your contract? um, No, I finished the contract and I wanted to go home. And they were like, well, you want to go home for a month? Like, how long do you want to go home? I was like, Hmm. I can do a month. And they were like, you want to come back? I was like, I'll come back. And then they just booked the ticket.
2: Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. It might also be, I mean, because that works really, because most hagwon contracts include the flight information, of course, like they they include Mm -hmm. a flight from the state. So since it was end contract, that makes a little bit more sense as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was still very cool that they were respecting you to like give you the work and keep it on, but Mm -hmm. I can see how they rolled that over a
1: little bit. Yeah, but a lot of places would have probably been like, no, (laughs) (laughs) either you're going to sign this contract and start right away, or you're just going to go and we'll find someone
0: else. Right. We'll give you the return flight, but yeah, not this. Mm -hmm. They just hired
1: a a substitute in the meantime to like help them um, while I was gone.
0: Wow. And then can we do you mind if we jump to the second school? I'm just kind of curious. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think we I think we've kind of figured out that, like, I think a lot of this has to do with the director of your old school, like the the positive mm-hmm. experience is in uh, the way that he operates the school. It sounds like he's a pretty much a straight shooter. You Know it's right. just like,
1: yeah, I mean, and that straight shooter sometimes can be annoying and you know, <laughs> sure. with butt heads oh, on sure. some things because it's not to say that the experience was 100% perfect because we did get into it a couple times, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, sure. because
1: of disagreements, but overall, I think we had enough respect for each other, you know, right. to.
0: Well, there's a to way have to have a
1: good experience,
0: right? There's a way to disagree respectfully and, and disrespectfully uh-huh. and, and both, you know, both, both ways. Uh, and, and if, in one of our past episodes, I think we, we had a, a, an example of where, you know, the, some, a teacher was feeling demeaned, you know, by, by the, the director and and uh, treated uh, unjustly and it really just created a toxic uh, situation, but mm. it's, not, but for Wait, you I,
1: to, I, to add to that really quickly, I will say mm-hmm. that, my experience in that school is not to say that everybody had that same experience because there was one girl, I guess because my personality is a little bit more tough mm-hmm. and because the director is very straightforward and this girl came in, she was a little bit more, a lot more sensitive than mm-hmm. me. You know, she was very timid. So he intimidated her. Like when she would get things wrong, she would cry. And I'm like, girl, get it together. What is going on? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, But
1: you know, so, same school, same director, two different experiences. She ended up leaving and going to another school. She couldn't take it.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, think, it was I think
2: that's that's a something to do with. I mean, like a good job is, is gonna be helpful and you're gonna have that respect. But just because you've got respect, I'm sure they probably had some respect for each other, but mm-hmm. it still might not be just the right job for you, right? Everyone right. still has personality that types
1: work. matter too.
2: Of course. Yeah, that's so true, then why important. did you why did you choose to leave that place? I mean, it seems like pretty, pretty cool. Why mm-hmm. why leave there? Unfortunately,
1: after the pandemic started, oh. we weren't in a place to like, they had just opened up a second school right before, oh. maybe like three oh. months because we were getting so many students. And then, you know, it all came crashing down. Oh, Most shitty. people didn't even know what to do. We just randomly bought a bunch of Chromebooks and tried to go remote everything was like happening so fast and then the kids eventually they just started dropping off dropping off and the school suffered we ended up losing our um, full salary we couldn't work full time they couldn't afford to pay anyone full time and everything just got worse and worse and they were trying as hard as they could to like keep us with enough hours but they would just like ask people like well who wants to not work a couple hours this week like who mm. would want to take time off because they just couldn't afford it and eventually it got to a point where the money was so inconsistent and you didn't know what you were going to do from week to week i don't even know if they're still going strong they may not have point. survived
0: yeah that that's yeah. a that's a such a sad situation because uh mm-hmm. they're they're doing it right they they were doing it the right way and mm-hmm. uh and they still uh you know got uh yeah decimated by the pandemic that's a yeah, that's pandemic a makes, things, makes things tough for sure yeah mm-hmm. so you jumped over to a new school was this in like in a, in a similar neighborhood like uh, did you want to stay in that area
1: um, it's not too far out it, i actually i i um switched over to a d10 and i had planned on leaving i was like i'm just going to stay for a couple months get my money together um, make sure I tie up all my loose ends, have a little bit of fun, and then go home. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I rented an apartment in Songtan because you know it's a foreigner friendly area, and rent is cheap. Deposits are cheap in mm-hmm. comparison. So I just rented an apartment. I just randomly came across a um a poster for the job, and I was like, oh, oh. Wow. hmm, hours are short pay is more <laughs> i'm like can i do this for another year <laughs> and yeah. i i just ended up taking the job wow and i actually went and met her first yeah before i signed anything i went to go see the school the location And it was like three stops away on the train so it was close um and i'm really curious what the-
2: this poster said because i i just can't imagine in our modern day of everything being a yeah. recruiters or online like a hagwan <laughs> being like looking for foreign teachers just putting up a I sign. Know.
1: It just yeah. doesn't I happen know I've never really seen that and it was like a it was like attached um to a, a um a wall outside or something and someone took a picture and sent it to me like you want this job? And I almost hate him <laughs> sending it to me because I was going to go home. Um,
0: <laughs> I think of, I'm thinking of a home. poster with like little little white strips, you know, like do you want guitar lessons? No, yeah, it let's was grab like a the phone. Number.
1: poster. It was yeah. like a full page, colorful situation. Like mm-hmm. this is our school. These are the hours. This is the pay. And I was like, hmm. The pay yeah. was pretty decent for... Um, teachers because we don't get paid a lot most people and this school was offering three million oh wow that's hours. a
0: really good uh that's a really good salary for Hagwan for sure that's like, mm-hmm. like that's, that's actually really high yeah. was that
2: including um like was that three, three million total or million. was that included like three million plus housing or
1: uh 2.5 plus five
0: okay
1: for the housing if you already right, right, have right. it
0: mm-hmm. your your situation is really you're I'm really uh, impressed with your your gutsiness to just, like, come over here on your own uh, volition without having a job lined up. Were you terrified of that? I mean, to to me, I I could not do that. (laughs) I I don't know where you get your resolve from to do that. It was just
1: so many jobs. And it's just like, "Mm, I know the area. I know the neighborhood. I know teachers are always in demand. I can find what I want. You know, I've seen things that I want and it might not be the location I want it to be in. I'm just like, if it doesn't work out, I just, what's the worst that's going to happen? I have to go back home.
0: Yeah. I look at
1: the worst case scenario. And if I can accept that, it's like, yeah, just do it.
0: I mean, you almost like, you almost hacked the system in a way. Like it's like you, you've circumvented the, the all the recruiters and just came went straight to the source which means you get you can Mm -hmm. have your pick of the litter essentially right like I can find the school I I can just uh yeah I mean you you, you're yeah you're selling your ability to teach at the highest possible price uh to the highest bidder with the best situation and Mm -hmm. uh you know most of the the rest of uh of us that uh, just kind of wanted to have it all lined up before um because I think that's uh you know when uh, you know, for, for a person like me, it's kind of, it was, it's always been kind of a, a fear-based decision making, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm afraid something would go wrong. So maybe I need this recruiter to hold my hand and, and to help yeah. me through. But I think your story is, is really great because I think you, you're, you're giving an, another option to our listeners out there who might want to come over here that, uh, hey, it's not as hard as you might think it is to, you know, uh-uh. find a job. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I came over because I didn't know. I mean, you were lucky, like
2: already having been ha- had been here, you know, visiting, having friends makes it really easy. Like I did the hagwan job for one year. I kind of knew doing my research at the time. It's like, okay, I'm going to do the one year hagwon job and we'll see what happens after that. But having that job will allow me to have my feet on the ground here and it allowed me to free them to look for jobs in a in a proper way. Like when I did my first year at I knew it wasn't going to be more than one year, um, at least at that job. I didn't know what, what was going to happen in Korea in general, but that job was a one-year job just to let me explore the country and see what I could find, you know, while you're mm-hmm. Because you really can't do so much more when you're actually here and you can look around and talk to people and mm-hmm. interview in person, things like that. Yeah
1: see the apartments in person, yep. right. you know, cause you know, a lot of times people end up with crappy apartments and I, I, you know, when I came here, I was also already 30. So, you know, I'm a grown woman. Like I'm not going to just accept anything. I'm also from New York. So New Yorkers <laughs> sure. tend to have a certain personality. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I just, I just knew what I wanted and I was kind of set on getting what I wanted.
0: Yeah. And not being afraid to ask for what you want you know it's like uh-huh. uh, it, and usually they're they want to accommodate it's just that i think people again i'm thinking of myself when i first came here i i wouldn't have asked for anything i just i just said i just took whatever they gave me you know and uh-huh. it was uh and come to find out i think um yeah it was probably not not even what i was probably l- legally obligated to receive you know i don't even think i got uh-huh. my i don't think my rights were necessarily even represented so um so you, you met with the woman at the second hagwon the director um what's mm-hmm. her personality similar to the, the the first guy or was she a you little more foreigner
1: no I, i'm actually oh, the was... only foreigner at this school so oh. this is a completely different experience um she um is actually she just started the school I don't know what it is with me in new schools, but (laughs) she just opened literally a month before I was hired. Wow, That Um, explains the posters at
2: least a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was kind of doing it by herself. Her parents were helping her. She had a brother who would help her sometimes, a friend. But I think when I knew, I don't know, I don't know if this is a little weird, but I went to meet her. And at the time I had braids in my hair and the back of them were like blue, green and yellow. And you know right. how some people might look at you and like, what the hell is going on with this girl's hair? <laughs> and her friend came in and I promise you, the girl had the same hair color. Really? And I was just like, yeah, she was <laughs> teaching at the school. So I was like, oh, so my I'm going to be able to express myself creatively on the outside. That's not going to be a problem. So yeah, that's nice. something that I also kind of looked for, like how rigid are they in terms of appearance am I gonna have to like wear business casual like right. I'm not a business casual girl you know so I, that kind of like you know gave me a little hint of you know how I would be received there and it was wasn't she, an issue for her was
0: she pretty young was she in her 20s or? yeah
1: she's actually younger than me okay. I think she's like maybe two years younger than me two or three yeah. years younger
0: Okay, so I, this this one makes a lot of sense too because this sounds like uh, a a woman who's probably an English major, uh, graduated from from uh, you know uh, university here. Her parents put the helped her set up a a hagwan, found mm-hmm. the location, she and was then a the teacher. Oh, uh, she was a te- right? Okay,
1: and decided to open up a franchise of the school that she was teaching from.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So it's a like a chain. It's a franchise, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's yeah. I don't
1: think it's that big of a chain because I, I I. knew of a few of them mm-hmm. in the past area. I actually applied to one of them before my first job, but the timing was off. When I wanted to start, they wouldn't be available until like maybe two months after. And I didn't want to wait. But that franchise I actually applied to when I spoke to someone there. And we had a great talk, great connection. The timing was just bad. So when I saw the name of the school, I'm like, that's really familiar. I remember applying to mm. this brand before. So it already felt a little bit familiar. And then I got to go to the school, speak to the teachers there um, in another branch. And, you know, they just seemed to really like it. And, you know, they gave me positive feedback. Wow.
0: And, th- and there, she's kind of young and she's she's kind of cool. And uh, it sounds like I, I bet there, you know, you're, a, and you've you've got a year of experience now under your belt, or more than a year of experience. Mm-hmm. And, I was
1: at the last school for two two years. Two oh, and right. A
0: half. So you've got two and a half years of, of teaching experience. So you're, you know, you've 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 got, you know, more confidence than when you first started teaching, you know, the, the mm-hmm. two and a half years before. Um, but you also have your, uh, you feel like you've got the ability to express your creativity, and you you did all these other things. So did they, did this new hagwan owner let you express yourself in the way that you uh, thought when you first met her friend with the, that had, you know, kind of uh, multicolored hair? Uh-huh. Was Was it everything yeah. you thought it was going to be?
1: Um, She, our personalities are different. She's a little mm-hmm. bit more soft-spoken. I'm a little bit more loud and, you know, quote-unquote mm-hmm. black. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's just very, um you know, quiet. And she kind of, like, lets me do my thing. You know, the kids are happy. I guess that's her main focus. It's like, well, the kids like right. her, so, you know, she must be doing something right. Are, are the you know? moms so happy? We communicate, yeah. we communicate pretty well, you know. You know, but I've also, I also had a very crazy experience at this school, too. So <sighs> it, was, it wasn't all... I mean, I don't know if I can blame... I don't even know if I should bring this up, but I probably should because it is important. And when I talk about having like a great experience, it doesn't mean that everything was perfect. And this was an example because uh, as a lot of people may already know, Korea has somewhat of a reputation for xenophobia, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, mm-hmm. you know, with this whole Corona thing, you know, foreigners have been looked at a different way than- At the beginning, locals, of it. there
0: was there right? was some, yeah, different, different yeah, rules so- for, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, so at this school in particular, I had gotten COVID for the first time. Mm. Mind you, she and I went to go get, um, uh, what is it called? The va- we got vaccinated together. Okay. Me, my director, and the other girl. And for some reason, I got sick. But a parent allegedly, I don't know what's true or not, but allegedly a parent spread a rumor that I gave all the kids the virus mm. and you know she my director told me that a bunch of kids were dropping out she doesn't know if she's gonna be able to pay her staff now it was like ridiculous and they were trying you felt like
0: that she was laying that on your feet like hey you did this she
1: would keep saying i'm not blaming you i'm not blaming you but this person spread the rumor (laughs) and now i'm suffering financially according to her and i was just like what so i ended up not working there for like a month and a half or maybe two months. And while she was just like, I don't wanna hold you hostage. So if you need to find something else, can. And I was just like, well, I'm gonna go home. At this point, I'm like, let me just just give me what I got to get and I'm just gonna go home. Mm-hmm. But what happened was she ended up contacting me maybe a month in like, you know, I know what happened sucked, suck, but if I can like get more students, would you come back and finish? And she was like, I wanna pay your rent you know, for at least the time that you're off. So, you know, you don't have to worry about that. So there, it was like a bad Seems situation off off. that she tried to make good. You right, know?
0: yeah. I mean, she, she was she also did. in a really, she was also in a really tough position, you know? You're trying to- Now, I
1: say that allegedly because- you, Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. What happened was after I did come back, I did notice that a lot of kids were getting sick And even one of the Korean teachers got sick and nobody said anything. So -hmm. that to me was a little bit of a red flag, but you know, outside of that, everything else was positive.
0: And these underlying issues that you're talking about, like the, uh, you know, which like, whether mild xenophobia or whatever uh, we want to call it, these things in, they rear their ugly heads when in a crisis right Mm -hmm. so like the pandemic comes along and all of a sudden these these emotional responses that are kind of illogical or unreasonable they just bubble Mm -hmm. up to the surface and uh -hmm. and you know it's it's uh you have you it seems like you just uh handled it really gracefully and uh yeah I
1: wasn't gonna argue about it and I was like I, I I pick and choose my battles you know I'm not here to change anybody's opinions of me or foreigners in general if this is how you feel this is how you feel hopefully one day you know you'll see the light if you don't you don't and at the end of the day a job is a job to me I'm there to do a job and if I do my job then I'm cool but other than that a job is a job I can always be employed somewhere else well, the, I have a skill set the funny I'm thing
0: you didn't burn the bridge down and then actually no. they they came back to you and 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 basically apologized in in a way and and uh, made things right or tried to make things right which uh-huh. uh you know it, that's uh that's it's cool to see it kind of come full circle you know instead yep. of it just being like you know um, you didn't just go home with a, a kind of bitter uh, taste in your mouth over that experience, but you you, uh-uh. you can still look back on it and say that was a fond experience given, although mm-hmm. there were these, you know, the COVID was, I mean, it really just messed up. It's everything.
1: a crazy situation. You know, right. I've heard like crazy stories about like foreign teachers being asked to wear gloves or come through mm-hmm. a back door. So, you know, parents won't see you like crazy things. I'm like, <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, Teaching in a
0: hazmat up. suit or something like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> crazy but you know <laughs> yeah. I, I I did have a good relationship with her and her parents you know they invited me to their home for dinner and things so yeah. I, I didn't immediately want to think the worst of her and then the fact that she did reach out and actually paid my rent while I wasn't working you know showed me some hint of good faith you know right. so I didn't feel too bad about it and to be honest I, I was happy to have the time off
0: oh yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah well it's a it's a testament to your your teaching skills you know what i mean like you're you're obviously an excellent teacher i mean they're you know they're not going to do that for for just anybody they they needed you uh back in that uh position um do you are you uh at, at a, a a third school now or is this um like no i'm
1: still at the same one.
0: Oh, okay my and
1: contract is this- over in july
0: okay Um, I I don't want to, uh, you know, feel free to not answer this question, but are you, are you thinking about sticking around uh, for another year or?
1: No, absolutely not. I'm done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I want to experience something else, another place. Just, I I never really planned on being in Korea this long. I think the pandemic kind of kept me here.
0: Oh, sure. That's a
2: good place to be during the pandemic overall.
1: Yeah. Yeah i mean i think they kind of handled it a little better than a lot of other countries especially mm. mine <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah just, like, just
2: a little <laughs> just a little bit better
1: just just a little yeah bit. i was like let me just stick it out I might as well make some extra money do yeah. something
2: yeah I, I did a part-time job at Ahagwan during the pandemic and there were people from all over the country there as well and a lot of people And this was towards the beginning of it you know still but a, a lot of them were like i was thinking about going home but home is crazy right now and Korea is kind of okay. So I'll just stick it out mm-hmm. here for a little bit longer. And yeah.
1: A little bit longer turned into two years.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, pandemic also turned into
0: two years.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, if you're going to be, stuck, be long. stuck inside for two years, it's good to be in a place where they have 5g internet, you know? Exactly. I, mean, I, yeah.
1: I live a pretty cushy life here. I can't complain about yeah. that.
0: Are you, are you, do you want to continue teaching uh, in another place?
1: think so I think I'm done okay yeah, yeah <laughs> I think yeah. I'm done yeah you know it, it was fun it's not a bad thing but I for me personally I just want to get back into another career something that doesn't involve kids sorry kids love y'all but <laughs> no <laughs>
0: yeah i i agree i understand you guys are yeah i'm the i'm the only one with kids right i've got a i've got a teenager i've got a a 14 year old uh daughter so oh my
1: god wow
0: yeah yeah she it's uh yeah right in the middle of the the teen years are it's interesting yeah but uh anyway i uh i i don't i think for me like something did click early on where i i realized like oh i think i'm um going to be teaching for the rest of my life. I had that kind of epiphany, um, at, at a certain point. And, uh, and, and it sounds like for you, it, you, your plan was to do this temporarily and to have mm-hmm. the experience and and the mm-hmm. uh, camaraderie and, and things like that. But now a new adventure, uh, awaits you. And, yeah, uh, I'm
1: getting older. You know, I think if I was still in my twenties, you know, I probably would consider sticking around, but you know, I'm older, and you know, I want different things that I don't think um, staying in Korea can provide me.
0: Mm, yeah, fair it, enough. It's dangerous too because the longer you stay, the less likely you are to go back.
1: Yeah, it's hard yeah. because it is. It's it's very easy to live here. Yes. you know, cost of living is low. I feel rich sometimes. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, in comparison to well, being an expensive New I York mean, Korea
2: not only is is staying here easy, but I mean I've got numerous friends to tell stories of. I mean, even Ryan, who's not here today, he he was one where you know he did a little bit of time here, left and was like, I'm just gonna go back.
1: And yeah. so it's, it's yeah.
2: very easy for for the, the Korea even experience. On to my continue.
1: Visitations, back to new york since i've been here i'm just like yo why is the bus this expensive everything <laughs> and, just feels more and more expensive right. it, it looks ridiculous and i'm like yo i gotta get back
2: i this can't go back insane. to tipping when i'm in the states it just oh, it oh just
1: my throws god me yes i say that all the time it's so hard now yeah. it's so hard to accept that i have to like tip especially for mm. service that i might not even think is that good but you know they only get paid like two dollars an hour right so now
0: <laughs> it's just a giant bad. scam yeah yeah oh, here in gosh.
1: korea they do
2: so much more for you and, and you don't tip uh, exactly and you, you know what you're gonna
1: yeah. pay when you go out things are more affordable just um, to have a good time out it's more affordable you know i'm not gonna blow a week salary just to have a good weekend
2: yeah oh yeah definitely compared to new york city i mean it depends oh, on where God, right in the, right right in the right states right. you're living but but new york city is gonna be yeah that's that's up there I mean korea you can drop a lot of money but Korea's, you know in some ways very it can be very expensive housing of course but in some ways if you know how to do it right you know you can you can eat cheap you can play cheap you can mm-hmm. you can you can do it well if you know what you're what you're looking for for sure
0: i think blowing money in korea is it's just not my style you know what i mean like i i, I don't get the enjoyment out of like a, a two hundred dollar king crab meal that I, I yeah. get the same enjoyment out of like a bibimbap. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're yeah. both delicious. And uh, and drinking like fine whiskey in some basement bar that's cost, you know, $300 a bottle, just not, not as fun yeah, as I going mean, to I a-
1: I blow money on food, that's my vice. Like yeah. I'm a foodie, like I like to eat. So the fact that I can eat out every single day if I want and still have half my salary to put away in my savings, it's amazing. Mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah it's gonna be tough though to when be. you go back to new york and you have to pay 16 dollars for a bibimbap that's gonna
1: exactly <laughs> that's gonna plus be painful less tip <laughs> right uh. right
0: it's probably closer to 20 right um well wow. but uh chana um i think uh, is there anything you, you'd like to add at the uh, at the end well here? let's I mean, let's exactly, summarize this before
2: yeah. we do that as well i mean yeah. so really like what a good job and i think like so many things we've talked about in, in previous episodes is it's it's not necessarily Korea based, although this is a Korea story, of course, but a good job is one that, you know, gives you the freedom. It's one that you were able to find on your own, right? That's, that's really key. Yes. Knowing what you're looking for, knowing what you want and, and finding something to match that is, is really going to be something that's, that's helpful. Those, those recruiters, right. you know, like they, they give you options, but you know, it's not always in, in your best interest, of course. And right. So you know, that was really smart of you to know what you wanted and know what you didn't want. Right. Before <laughs>
0: coming in. And if you don't have the guts to just come over here, you know, on your own dime and look for a job, at least send the contract back like Chana did, you know, like, like revise mm-hmm. it. Don't settle. It's like a marriage, you know, like it's, it's, yeah. like, you know, you're, you're stuck there for a year. So if you're unhappy, mm-hmm. if you're going to be unhappy. And I for think a year.
1: sometimes, um, People get caught in bad situations with these schools because one, our visas are tied to these schools and they kind of have that over our heads, which is why I find it really, really important to do your your due diligence as much as you can, because once you're locked in, it's difficult to get out without that, you know, letter of release It's like, well, either you're going to keep working or you're going to go back home. Right. And they, that, was my, that was that was probably my
2: biggest trepidation about coming to Korea in yeah. the very first place, compared to other countries. When I was doing my research, looking at the visa and, and realizing that my visa was tied to my employer and my employment, and your
1: housing, oftentimes, right?
2: All like your entire life here is is tied to your job. Is was definitely something to be aware of.
0: That's that's important to know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, what would be a second point then? Another feature. Um, I, I think the uh, having a good rapport with your director, like meeting the director before, even if you can just, like we used to say you should talk to another teacher at the school to get some background information, but it sounds like mm-hmm. maybe- I still think convers- that's true. Well, I still think it's true, but I think uh, um, if you can get a, a meeting with the director and see yeah, if you can both. build some mm-hmm. kind of rapport, even even if it's a Zoom conversation or something, mm-hmm. it would be worth yeah. it. Yeah,
1: And oftentimes even- I hate to say this, but it's something other people should look out for. Even sometimes speaking with a teacher can be, especially like via Zoom, you you can't always trust that either because I've heard stories about teachers being told to say certain things once they speak to someone who is looking to be hired. It's like you can't say anything bad.
0: So like and during a the, lot of, during the Zoom meeting, it's like a it's like a one of those uh, Taliban videos or something with the hostage. Yeah, and you know, bright奥斯 in your in your I eyes. I promise
1: you, there was yeah. a girl that I spoke to via Zoom, and she sent me an email after we spoke and said the director was standing over my shoulder, uh, telling me, uh, looking at me while I was talking to you. This is the truth, and she emailed me the truth. Thank God for her, man! Wow, like,
0: Yeah. what a. What a good thing to do, you know? She didn't have to do that, but-
1: uh, No, she didn't.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. scary to hear that that
2: there are directors that do that. It makes sense, but that's that's kind mm-hmm. of sketch because I mean, it's, it's standard advice, you know, talk to someone who works there, but knowing that that's not always on the up and up is- mm-hmm.
1: no, So you worrying. really- I think it is also good to find out the turnover rate. How long has someone been oh, there? Sure. If someone's been somewhere for four or five years, that's a good sign that you know maybe this is a pretty good situation because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's yeah. going to stay in a terrible situation for five years.
0: No. no, Who would keep? Who would put themselves through that? Yeah, it would just you'd move on to another school. It's it's especially since it's so easy to do so. Um, yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, good director. Uh, is there anything else? Are we missing anything?
2: I'm just trying. Is to- Is there anything you'd like to add here at the at the end? Any final thoughts?
1: Um. Mm, uh. To your listeners. Um, If you haven't been to Korea before, I think the best thing to do is to, I'm not, I'm not going to say don't use a recruiter, but try and speak to people who are already here. And I think Facebook groups are very, very helpful Mm -hmm. um, where you can kind of get a little bit more of the truth, you know, ask the questions that you want to know, what are schools like? So you have an idea of what to expect, what is not normal and um, talk to people who are here and get the most out of these facebook groups because there are a lot of them and there's a lot of us who are here and have experienced it who are willing to help and share nice. stories so that was also really a big um part of how i navigated before i came here i just joined a bunch of facebook groups and asked people questions so yeah, don't be afraid to like reach have out uses.
0: And it's all it's yes. all unfiltered on Facebook. They'll tell you the truth. Like they have no, yeah. there's no reason for them to lie to you. So I mean you can exactly you can get an honest opinion on there for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And school recommendations, they have what are those, the blacklist, green list groups where you can like mm-hmm. ask, you know, has anyone been to the school before? Have you taught mm-hmm. here? And get those kind of answers if you're looking for that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chana, thank you so much yes. for uh, joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, thank
1: you for having me yeah it's
0: our pleasure um i just want to say to our listeners out there um visit our website the soulpatch.com it's a one-stop shop for uh streaming the podcast and you can also get links to our social and uh our youtube channel um we do put the audio up on youtube these days so you can listen to it on youtube as well um you if you can give us a, a positive review on apple Podcasts, that would really help us out and uh if you're financially stable enough to uh, to like uh, contribute to the show you can hit that uh, patreon button the send coffee button on our website and uh, that will go towards uh, producing the show so uh, with that said uh, chana thanks again and uh, yeah we'll see you next nice week on the you. patch thank you,
1: you. Bye all my love the my
0: love. It's it's quiet, man. It's
1: all my love, all my love. Dopamine. Jim, it's all my love, it's all
0: my love, it's all my love. The brain. all my love, it's all my love. It's all my love. It's hey, Bobby, let the face go.
2: me about